Welcome to Media Made, the show in which we, year by year, explore the movies, music, and TV that most invaded our lives. I'm your host, host of the most, Rod, <laughs> and I'm joined by... Jess. <laughs> yep, and uh, if you're new to the show, what we do is we take a look at a list of all of the, depending on which episode it is, movies, music albums, TV shows that premiered or released or debuted on a certain year. We look at all, every single one of them. We don't watch them all. But we decide which one each of us had seen or listened to the most. Yeah. Like, in our lives. Like, basically, the piece of media that most made us. <laughs> Hence the name of the show. Um, today, we're in 1986. Um, and this is our TV episode. We're going to be talking about TV shows that debuted in 1986. It is our final episode of the year, 1986. Yeah. Man, 1986 has been rough. Um, for you. I've had a great 1986. Yeah, I guess so. It's like my, my 1986 has been rough. And in like most cases, Jess and I have shared the, the, the movies and music album of 1986. So, you know, that's the thing. It's like your, your music album was, uh, Bon Jovi. Mm -hmm. That was a runner up for me. Yeah. Uh, your movie was Labyrinth. That was a runner up for me. Yeah. And, uh, the, the trend will continue with our television shows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess we're just going to jump right into it. Um, we're going to get the... I, I, it's, uh, here, here, I'm going to say it. I did not dislike either of these shows we're going to talk about today. I liked them both. But we're going to get through the one that you don't like first, which is my show from 1986. And that is debuting September 13th, 1986 on CBS. CBS Saturday morning, that is. Um, this, this was a kid's Saturday morning block show. Uh. Created, produced, and starring Paul Rubens, we have Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna pretend that this is a good uh, theme song. It, it's it's pretty terrible. <laughs> do you know who? Do you know who is the secret uh, singer in this? Is it Michael Jackson? No. That, <laughs> nah, that would have been something. It's, um, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, g- Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. There you go. Yeah. This, Cindy Lauper went uncredited and recorded this. Oh. Her, her voice is pitched up, even though it doesn't really need all that much pitching for this. Yeah. It, I, I can hear it. That's, uh, that's Miss Lauper right there. It sounds like a Betty Boop reel. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Hey, anyway, I'm gonna fade out because I can't take any more of that. Um, oh, okay, I can turn my mute, my no. headphones. Back oh, on you, t- oh, you cheater! <laughs> All right, so Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, I'll tell you my story with Pee Wee, but I want to know: Have you ever seen a no Pee-wee, any Pee Wee? No, never seen the movie. No. Oh, well, okay, yes, I've seen Big Top. I think there was something with a circus. I've that seen... Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah, I, I never saw that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just remember an elephant. Yeah, it was Big Top Pee Wee. I didn't watch that. Um, so, so you've never seen Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. Um, Until I made a very bad decision in my life, mate. <laughs> and then made an even worse decision to go through all the media that we've watched. <laughs> and now I am forever scarred with this trash from start to finish, kids. I gave him so much side eye. I broke my side eye muscle. He was actually enjoying oh, this. Yeah. And I just could not. I took a two hour nap after this. I took a two hour <laughs> nap after being she forced was, to watch this. She was uh, she was blown away by the majesty that is. 
Anyway, um, to me, Pee Wee's Playhouse reminds me of being sick and, and uh, you know, sick staying home from school because, you know, back, I, I'm sure you've experienced this when you, when you are sick and you can't go to school, you stay at home, like all of the, all of the channels that would be playing like cartoons or kids programming, they weren't playing during the day, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like Nick Jr. would be on, you know, so there's a bunch of preschool right, right, right. stuff. Or PBS would be playing preschool cartoons. Or uh, there would be like sitcoms or daytime TV or infomercials or something. Yeah, because they were assuming that stay-at-home moms were with yeah. their children, their young children, before they could go to school. So for me, the only two channels that showed cartoons or kids' shows during the day um, were Cartoon Network... You know, I watched my fair share of Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. and at the time it was Fox Family, the Fox Family. Oh yeah, channels. I remember it, Fox Family. Fox Family became the ABC, ABC, and then the Family Channel, and I think now it's Pop or Freeform. Freeform, it's Freeform. yeah, yeah. It's like they don't know what they are anymore. <laughs> so, and reruns of Pee Wee's Playhouse would play on uh, Freeform on a uh, Fox Family. So I, I, I remember. I don't remember a lot of like specifics about the show other than the format and characters and stuff. But I remember being at school or no sorry, not being at school, being sick at home. Uh, my dad would like leave work to come check on me and bring me uh Carl's Jr. Hmm. like chicken stars. Oh, and I Is that wa- why you like Carl's Jr. so much? I, is it a comfort food for you? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, it's a sick sick at home. It's a sick at home. Food. No yeah. no no need for a tomato soup. Wait. Chicken noodle soup. And, just get you a chicken. Yeah, so, so eating my my chicken stars and uh, watching Fox Family, like so watching like reruns of Bobby's World in Pee Wee's Playhouse, and, <laughs> di- and and dinosaurs. I of those three shows, I only saw dinosaurs. Okay, what is Bobby's World? It's no, a, actually, I don't want to know because it's, the trend it's, of move shows. It's not that a good. Car- it's not a good cartoon. Oh, it's just it was it was the only thing. It on. was on. <laughs> it was on. But with Pee Wee, like. I could. I remember like connecting to Pee Wee and watching Pee Wee's Playhouse because my dad was a big fan of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the movie, which came out in 1986. No, Got his start in 1970s in the comedy club circuit. Oh, his name's Paul Rubin. Yeah, Paul Rubens. I thought his name was Pee Wee. <laughs> no, <laughs> Pee Wee's a character. Well, you can still like play yourself as a character. I, I did not it, know he had a Christian name. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was you, just, you thought he was first just, name P, last name Wee. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, wait. Yeah, Herman. Yeah. he's his. The character also ha- has a name. But yeah, Paul <laughs> Rubens is an actor who plays Pee Wee on TV. Okay, got I'm it. I'm sure he, you know, people come up to him and says, Pee Wee. And he's, he's like, hi. And I'm like, yeah, Oh, me. gosh. The life that, that sounds like a fever dream I never <laughs> want to be in. <laughs> anyway, Paul Rubens, he was a comedian. He was on the club circuit um, in the 70s. And he joined the improv group, The Groundlings, which are like kind of a cult comedy group who like mm. a bunch of their members went on to do great things in like Saturday Night Live okay. and all that other you know just like the the important comedy scenes mm-hmm. of the 80s and 90s um from 78 to 1981 Rubens along with fellow groundling Phil Hartman you know Phil Hartman right SNL The Simpsons he was Ted in Jingle All the Way yes yeah 
Uh, they developed a quirky character named Pee Wee Herman, which culminated in a successful stage show called the Pee Wee Herman Show. So, and they sold. Oh they, wow! They sold out to adults. Yes, for months. It was it was a much more adult oriented show. Like I don't know, like you know, there's a lot of innuendo and. In I could I could feel it because I yeah. feel like every two minutes in the show you made me watch, I was just like, is that a sex thing? It kind of yeah, but the, like <laughs> it, I guess from what I understand, the the stage show was more overt with the innuendo. Mm. Um, so he was like this quirky character, like almost like a man child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people loved it. They ate it up. Th- this show sold out for months. Wow. And uh, it even aired on HBO. Oh. Yeah. That's And so, like, Paul Rubens, like, broke big with the Pee Wee Herman show. And, uh, it, okay, 1985 was when Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out. Okay. Um, Paul Rubens, he and a bunch of his friends just wrote a movie. I, I They were like, hey, Pee Wee's a big hit. It's on HBO. Let's make a movie. So they're like, cool. We've never made a movie before. What do we do? Let's get a book. That has like it's you know like the screenplay writing mm-hmm. book. It's like how to write a screenplay, <laughs> and they just followed all the rules. Oh wow! And so they made a really great traditional road movie about Pee Wee trying to get his 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 bicycle back from like a, a rival that stole it, and he's just you know traveling the country, meeting weird characters, having adventures. Okay, uh, but if it, they're coming off of the Big Show and the HBO show, um. I, I'm assuming the movie was not tailored to kids. No, no, it was just like in everybody. It was it was for kids. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. like I don't like. There's nothing in it that seems out of place. Okay, there's. A, there's when was a, the last time you watched it? Uh, like a few years ago. Oh, okay, and it's, it has like some innuendo. Mm. You know, there's a there's a scene where Pee Wee is uh, like having like not really a romantic night, but he's like spending. The night at the uh, the California dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they're having like they're like looking up at the stars California. together or watching. Yeah, California. <laughs> Shout out to the wizard. Yeah, they're they're watching the sunrise and uh, she's just oh, she's a married woman and she's like you know bearing her soul and she says her her husband's no good and like Pee Wee has says he's like you know you, you know the you you have to always ask yourself what's your big butt. You know, what's what's keeping you from your dreams? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I could be leaving my dreams, but... And he's like, what's your big butt? <laughs> and uh, oh, the, the woman's husband is listening in and he hears Pee-wee talking about her big butt and <laughs> he gets upset. So, it's a little bit anyway. Anyway, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Um, I remember my dad loved it, so I in turn loved it. The, the end is excellent because Pee-wee... Is on his bike. Spoilers! Running from um, the bad guys through a Hollywood studio. <laughs> and he's going in through sound stages and he like ruins a Godzilla sequence <laughs> and all this stuff. Do you know who directed, and this was his first movie, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Quentin Tarantino. No. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would have been wild. Yeah, no. The remake we're all waiting for. Oh gosh. No, it was Tim Burton. Yeah, this was before Batman, before uh, Beetlejuice. This is his first movie. They okay. they just hired him because they liked his work at Disney because mm. he made Fre- Frank and Weenie and yeah 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 yeah. So they were like, hey, let's give this guy a job, and they hired him, and he was like, cool. And uh, that was good job, Tim. Yeah, good job, Tim. It might be my favorite Tim Burton movie. Uh, the movie <sighs> the, the movie reviewed well was a box box office success, and so CBS was like, hey Pee Wee, or hey Paul. You're doing a great job with all this Pee Wee stuff. Do you want to make a show? They they approached him with a um, an animated show 
And apparently it was not a good idea. So Ruben says, let's just make a live action Mr. Rogers style uh, variety show where kids come into my playhouse and we get on wacky adventures and I show them like cool cartoons and things. Really? Cool cartoons? Air quotes. Hey, when we get into like the show proper, I will explain what it is I appreciate about the show. Okay. So, uh, productions of Pee-wee's Playhouse featured uh, several prominent artists and comedians, including uh, the aforementioned Phil Hartman, Nick Park, who is the creator of Wallace and Gromit. Okay. And there's some really cool claymation stuff in the show. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in the second season, the sequences that Nick Park worked on were taken over by a young man named Craig Bartlett, who would go on to create Hey Arnold. Craig! And... Some uh, some influences of Pee-wee's Playhouse. He has cited uh, the Rocky and Bullwinkle show, the Mickey Mouse Club, Captain Kangaroo, Howdy Doody. <laughs> those are all like... I've never watched any of those They're all shows. like boomer shows. That's the thing. is like Pee-wee is secretly like boomer nostalgia. You know? He's got like, you know... Uh, his, yeah. It's like old golden era cartoons and... Fair. Uh, 60s dance numbers. And, yeah. Hair. Yeah. Beat poets. Oh yeah. So Beat cats. <laughs> that's that's the that's how Pee Wee got to start. It was fast and furious. Oh gosh, fast and furious, and we never have to talk about the sexual accostation allegations. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> when I talk about what happened after the show. All right. All right. Let's let's get into it. We uh with these with these TV show episodes, we can't we can't sit here and watch an entire TV show. It's impossible. That is right. It's it's not efficient. Imagine watching like no, forty episodes. Of I will this. not imagine it <laughs> so at we, all ever. So what we're going to do for the podcast, whenever we have a TV episode, 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 uh, we're going to watch the first episode. Yeah, whatever pilot. was the pilot. Yeah, whatever the pilot was. Not not necessarily the pilot. Whatever the first aired show was. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those sometimes are two different things. Exactly. Citing Kim Possible <laughs> or uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Had a pirate, had a pilot, not the first episode. Yeah. Um. So Firefly. Yeah. So what we did was we just watched the first episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, that episode is titled "Ice Cream Soup," because at the end of the episode they eat ice cream soup. <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> I'm having war flashbacks. I'm glad this is uh, not a visual show. One because I did not do my hair, and two because just the faces that I'm making, people would question our friendship. So the the show opens up and we we meet Pee Wee Pee Wee Herman. What should we do now? I know. Let's go look at my toys. <laughs> <laughs> we look at his toys. That was just that that comes. That's the thing. That's like the first thing you hear from Pee Wee right after the song from the demons. Yeah, it's like this this creepy theme song, I, and then Paul just, walks up. He's like, "Hey, kids, can you just do me a favor and pause this and go and just look up." The opening theme song. And just watch. Just watch. This is it, this is what you're greeted with. Before any of this, it's just... It's loud. It's loud. It's abrasive. It's a mix of claymation, cartoon, puppetry. It's... It's bad. And I did not like it. And it prepared me. Not at all for how bad the show was. It's a postmodern nightmare. Oh, man. But it's what I love about it. Okay. It, it it's like... Listen, we, we, we live in a world where TV executives won't let creators do their thing. They, they, there's too much c- control, micromanaging going on. They let Paul Rubens and his friends do whatever they wanted. 
for children. No, I don't like it. That's the thing. I want to know what the notes look like. You know, it's like, did, what did they cut out? Or <laughs> where, where, in what way did they reel in Paul Rubens? Because what's on screen, it feels like they didn't do any of that. Yeah. Um, at all. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So the show is schizophrenic. I think it's a good way to describe it. Yes. Um, it, it's basically like it bounces around from different segments. Um, colorful, random things are always going on. I, I I couldn't imagine sitting a kid in front of this show and having them not turn like having them not be glued to the screen. They would be glued to the screen. They couldn't look away because there's always something colorful and loud to look at. Something new pops up every five seconds. Yeah. There's always something moving on the scene. It's never there's never a stagnant uh, moment yes in this shot it's like he says hey let's go look at my toys the camera zooms in on like a shelf of toys and all of a sudden all the toys come to life in a claymation sequence yeah and they're they're doing wacky things and, and all this stuff and later on he opens the freezer and all of his food is dancing yeah in another claymation sequence uh i just it's so much because even though we're saying like it is, they like hang in these moments for up to six seconds. It's like vine like, yeah, how quick everything is, and it just is so discursive. It just doesn't. Mm, I have problems with it. And I says thing. I like that stuff. I like that it does that, and I appreciate. So we, in our 1986 movie episode, we talked about Labyrinth, mm-hmm. and what we appreciated about it was. Everything was practical. Yeah. And they didn't double up on effects. It was like one guy was a puppet. One guy was, uh, you know, chroma keyed, like green screen. One guy was animated. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like different practical effects all coming together to make this very interesting adventure. Pee-wee's, Play- Play- Pee-wee's Playhouse has just as many practical effects. And it's all different. Claymation. Green screen. Um, animation. Marionettes. Marionettes. Yeah. I'm like, it's 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 wild. It's wild. There's a lot of talented people who worked on the show. Why are you suddenly Christopher Walken? I don't understand. <laughs> it's it's outrageous. <laughs> Pee-wee. Uh, was, now, was Christopher Walken ever in Pee-wee's Playhouse? Don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so curious. Pee-wee. I feel I'm like here. you're going to want to watch that clip, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do this live. I'm going to Google Christopher Walken and Pee-wee Herman and see uh, what happens. <laughs> All right, I, I see no clips on on YouTube or, or video. Of, Thank you of Christopher Walken and Pee Wee. But hey, that's a crossover we need. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not the one we. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not the one we deserve. It's the one we need right now. <laughs> no, don't do it. And now I'm just thinking of somebody editing like an episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse with the scenes of Christopher Walken from Annie Hall of just being like awkward brother at dinner. <laughs> Was that oh, Annie Hall? That was Annie Hall. I think it was Annie Hall. Yeah. yeah. Young Christopher Walken. Oh, gosh. Ugh. Anyway, um, let's... I want to go through some of the characters in Pee-wee's Playhouse. Because it's, it's a colorful cast of, like, ex-groundlings and other little comedians and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, character actors and stuff. Um, I know one caught your attention. Save him for last. But okay. what characters do you remember from the show? There was, like, a cartoon king. Ah! King Cartoon, you said. Here he is! Uh, King Cartoon was an old black gentleman comes in with a robe, and every episode he introduces an old, like, public domain cartoon Mm -hmm. that the kids could watch. So it's like a variety show. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, hey, guy, hey, kids, it's time for King Cartoon to come in. He's going to play an old cartoon. What, what was the cartoon from this episode? Mice trying to steal carrots. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then getting beheaded. It was pretty violent, guys. It, it was it was a very grotesque cartoon. Yeah. From like 1939 or something. I don't know. Yeah. Some pre-code cartoon. <laughs> Fleischer cartoon. But yeah, there's a lot of... So yeah, every episode, a new cartoon. It was not S&P approved, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what else do you remember? What other... Um... Wacky There characters. was that lady with all the hair. Uh-huh. And the pool guy. <laughs> so... There's a female character that's coming in, and she's described as, like, the most beautiful woman yeah. in the world. And she has, like, big 50s hair. Mm. Um, and she is smitten with the lifeguard. Who is that? Oh, that's Tito. He's the new Playhouse lifeguard. And he's, like, this buff Asian dude who's, like, flexing and... Just... Just being there, just yeah. like um, I, this, I side-eyed you so hard. I was like, "This is just a naked man on screen for children." He wasn't naked. Oh, those shorts were very. Tight. Hey, hey, hey! This is the same eros like Baywatch. You know, like he he, he may have he may have been like just a a, a joke on on uh, on Baywatch. Yeah, fair. I just I uh, uh <laughs> like more power to you, Tito. You did, you did good. Your muscles looked great. But this whole thing. She's like, I don't know that I'm going to go into the pool. I just got my hair. Who is that? Well, maybe I can go into the pool. Rips off the bottom half of her dress. Is in a bathing suit. Sh- shanties? No. Sh- Shimmies off all She goes, I can, go up, I can go up to my shoulders, you know, so she doesn't get her hair wet. Oh, gosh. It's just like, why? <sighs> Here's my problem. <laughs> Here's... One of my many problems where you're like, I like it. It's flashing. I was like, there's not a solid plot line for me to like fault. Like, so why? Because and it's I not trying even, to be that. I know. And I hate it for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can Do you not, like, not to like, no. Like Mr. Rogers? I like Mr. Rogers. But he's charming. <laughs> Pee Wee is not. And I don't have a chair that I sit in that's screaming at me. <laughs> Cherry. Yeah, he has a uh, a blue chair that it has a face on it. It's like a little puppet chair, and he sits in it and tickles him. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird, and not in a weird way I can get behind. Because there's some weird that I'm like, yeah, I'm for this. This is not it. <laughs> this ain't it, son. I, I don't like it. <laughs> um, some of the other characters that inhabit the playhouse, we've got a genie named Jombie. Like, he's, he's very iconic. Like, when people make fun of, like, Family Guy has an episode where people dress up like Jombie. He, he's just a genie that lives in a box, and uh, he grants witches. And at the end he of... He grants witches. Wishes. <laughs> at the end of every episode, uh, he asks Pee-Wee for a, uh, a wish. And he says his magic words. Mecca like a high, mecca hiney ho. Mecca like a and uh, once he says the magic words, his, the wish is granted. Do you yeah. remember? Do you remember what this episode's wish was? I wish we could all come back and have fun. Yeah, I wish you could all come back next week. And guess I, I did not. <laughs> I did not come back next week. I took a nap. <laughs> and uh, we've also got Captain Carl. So every so often, uh, Pee Wee will get a call on his like can phone. What do you yeah, what, what, like, like peas or something? Yeah, like a can of peas. Like what you would do in the 50s where you would like talk into the can. Yeah, put and, a rope between two cans. Yeah. And uh, Pee would get a call and it's Captain Carl who's like this old mariner caught in a, caught in a storm. And p- he's played by Phil Hartman. Oh. Uh-huh. Pee-wee! 
it. Don't spray it, Captain Carl. <laughs> Why are you having so much fun? Because I'm Why do you enjoy this? I'm sorry. No, you're not. I don't know what else to say. It's good. <laughs> um, and, and, okay, so... It, we got to talk about the most important character. Wait, before we get there, yeah. I just want to say that a thing that annoyed me. I feel like I checked out and I came back and there was a puppet jumping on his head. <laughs> Which? Or jumping on chocolate. Oh, was it the... Uh, there was a bully puppet. Yeah, there's like a bully marionette that calls him names and he's yeah. he wants more chocolate in his, his ice cream soup. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I don't have that clue. There's pterodactyls everywhere. There's a, there's a pterodactyl marionette. There's a family of dinosaurs that two parents are pterodactyls. I am saying that with a P. I can't, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and the two children are not pterodactyls. Yeah. There's just a lot. Anyway, we can get to the important character. We've got the character of Cowboy Curtis. Let me play the clip before we say who plays Cowboy Curtis. So it's a stampede. Howdy, Cowboy Curtis. Howdy, Pee-wee. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So who who is Captain Curtis? None other than Lawrence Fishburne. A, a young Larry Fishburne. <laughs> I wanted to say you're too good for this, but then I was like, nah, it's 86. You're you, probably not. <laughs> you were so surprised to see Captain Curtis. And I was so excited because I knew Captain Curtis was in the show. I didn't know if he was in the pilot. Sure enough, there he is. And I'm like, yes. You were so excited. Lawrence. <laughs> You were so excited. You're like, he's in the... Yes, I'm so glad he's in the pilot. Oh. <laughs> and you were like, why is he here? <laughs> I guess I took the wrong pill. <laughs> Lawrence, I watched a, an interview with Lawrence Fishburne on... Uh, it was, I think it was on Fallon. Mm. And they were like, what was it like working on Pee Wee's Playhouse? And he's like, yeah, you know, I auditioned. And I came in trying to be like a gruff, like cow rustler. <laughs> like, yeah. Like t- a little too, like... You know, uh, just dour, mm-hmm. you know, like tough guy. And Paul Rubens looked at him and says, lighter? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's a comedy. I get it. <laughs> so he went and played Cowboy Curtis like a, like a, just like a cartoon cowboy. Oh, man. Yep. And he's, he's out there lassoing with like technicolored lasso. <laughs> yep. Ugh, gosh. Uh, I do have one more Cowboy Curtis clip I want to play, but I want to play another clip before that and see if you can transition into it. You mentioned some kids coming in, right? Because, yeah. you know, it's a kid's show. Got to have kids on the show. So some kids come in to say hi. Some like it's like it's I felt weird about it. It was like Sesame Street, like the kids coming yeah. in Sesame Street. Yeah, I just felt... Hi, Elvis. Hi, Cher. Hi, Pee-wee. We've got a new member. Her name is Opal. What did she say? Can we can we show her your mouse hole, Pee Wee? Her his mouse hole. Yes. Yeah, like a hole in the wall where mice live. Yes. And how did you feel about that? I did not feel great about it. As well, soon as the children walked in, I was like, "This show is too much to have kids <laughs> on it." And then I just felt weird. Mouse hole, Pee Wee. No. Where are your parents? Get an adult. What's Get wrong, an adult. What's wrong with asking to see his mouse hole? Everything. <laughs> Everything. I'm going to go to our neighbors and ask if they want to see our mouse hole. How do you feel about that, husband? No, no, explain it. What's wrong with it? If it's weird and innuendo Innuendo. <laughs> so that transitions into... This is a clip from another episode. This is like a very, like... It's a, it's a viral clip Aww. here. This is a, an episode where Pee-wee and Cowboy Curtis go on a, on a camping trip. Oh, hi. 
Me and Cowboy Curtis are having a wiener roast. <laughs> How's your wiener doing, Cowboy Curtis? <laughs> well, just a little bit overcooked, but that's just the way I like it. How's your wiener, Pee Wee? Perfect! <laughs> yep. Innuendo is no stranger to this show. Two things. Yeah. One, how dare you trick me into more <laughs> Pee Wee Herman content. <laughs> we will have words when we are not recording. <laughs> Two, it's a little overdone. Yeah. Emil is all I thought. It's a little It's a little overdone. <laughs> is, that, is, like a, is that a race thing? No. <laughs> oh, I'm taking a break. No, 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 no. You got to come back. We gotta talk about the secret word. I don't want her. Hey, Pee-wee, what's the secret word for today? Gee, I don't know yet, Magic Screen. I was just about to ask Conky. Conky? <laughs> Today's secret word is... Door! <laughs> no, you all know what to do whenever we hear the secret word, right? No, it's the first episode. That's right. For the rest of the day, whenever anybody says a secret word, scream me aloud. So what was the secret word? No. <laughs> you won't say Abierto. it. Abierto. <laughs> I can't scream in Spanish. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that's another uh, segment of the show. Every episode, um, they have a new secret word, and everybody screams when the secret word is said. Yes. I actually feel like I just said the word open and not door. <laughs> <laughs> How did I fall for that? I don't know. I'm so... I don't- I'm upset! <laughs> I'm so mad right now! <laughs> I went to college! I didn't think you were going to say it. I thought we were going to go a whole segment without you saying it. Dang it! <laughs> anyway, um, that's another thing I remember about the show, um, is just the secret word, and when you say it, you scream. Just, you know, funny. <laughs> it's a funny little thing. Oh, I mean, that, that's, that's it. Puerta. Huh? It's Puerta. Puerta. <laughs> I did say open. You said open. Yeah. The open. Spanish is not the language that I know. Um, anyway. Um, so that's 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 Pee-wee's Playhouse in a nutshell. You know, there's not much of a plot to speak of. Pee-wee doesn't go through an arc. You know, he just has his friends over, they have a pool party, and uh, they eat We never ice. see this pool. No. I don't think it was a pool. We see it during Maybe the, they're playing billiards. We see it during the opening, during the theme song. That was a cartoon pool and it does not count. Either way, and then they all have ice cream soup. They do all have ice cream soup, which is just gross. That's the thing as a child that like I get. Like as a kid, I'm like, yeah, it just got melty and now I can drink my ice cream. Melty ice cream. But as an adult, I'm like, no. Put it in a cup and call it a milkshake. Anyway, um, let me get into some of the... uh, Afters. The afters. (laughs) The legacy, the reception of the show. Here's something that's going to make you upset. Oh. The series won 15 Emmy Awards. What? How? I need to talk to the manager. <laughs> Mostly technical. So makeup, costuming. Okay. Um, special effects. It, it never won like best outstanding television Actor show. Actor or yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, man. This is an Emmy Award winning show. Critics noted that the show was popular with both children and adults. Um, mostly stoners, I presume. Yes. This, this is definitely a stoner show. Yes. You, you, you know, you, you smoke a bowl, you watch this show, you're going to be like, oh man. <laughs> like, Curtis! Door! <laughs> Dang it! She said it. <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse has fascinated media theorists and commentators, many of whom championed the show as a postmodern hodgepodge of characters and situations which appeared to soar in the face of domineering and sexist presumptions. It's like a multicultural cast 
No one looks any lower or higher than anyone else. It's just a, like, yep. this is a weird show. Yep. Just Multicultural, every sizes. There were, like, bigger people, smaller people, mm-hmm. short, tall, children. Get yeah. the children out of there. <laughs> Everybody had speaking roles. It wasn't like they were behind the... There was no, there's no, like, stereotype jokes, you know? In the episode I saw. Yeah, for, uh, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, apparently, like... The show reminds me of like, like I can so with like the postmodernism, the like stoner humor, the random humor. The show I, I bet you influenced things like Tim and Eric, like Weird Al, mm. like the Weird Al show, um, like Adult Swim stuff. Yeah, like even um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force or like Internet cartoons. Yeah, um, uh, I know Homestar Runner. I knew you were gonna say yeah. Homestar Runner. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, there's Homestar Runner. Every year they or they used to every year do a Halloween cartoon, and all of the characters dressed up as like weird pop culture characters. And I remember one of the characters dressed up like Jambi, <laughs> the genie. Oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where did Paul Rubens go from here? So um, into the mouse hole. <laughs> no. 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 Um, Pee Wee's Playhouse ran for four years. Ended in 1990. Um, there was a movie. A sequel to Pee-wee's Big Adventure called Big Top Pee-wee, released in 1988. I never saw that, but you did? Yeah. And here's where things get a little rocky. Paul Bobera? Rubin. Sorry. I don't know why I said Rocky Bobera. Balbera? Balbera? I didn't watch Rocky Balboa. either. Balboa. He could Ru- also be a bear. <laughs> Paul Rubens was arrested for indecent exposure in 1991. If you would like to know the details on that, you can look it up. Thank you for saving your wife. Yes. Um, res- <laughs> it was, must have been pretty bad if you're not going to say it. Uh, it's, just, it's just... Look I, it up. Look it up. Yeah, it's, it's like... Or don't. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, what he did was definitely, like, illegal and wrong, but I, no one was hurt. He didn't assault anybody. It was, like, I think people... This is a Central Park flasher. No, no, nothing like that. Yeah, he didn't flash anybody. Nothing like that. But it's, it's still, like, it, it was wrong. He did his dues. You know, the world moved on. Um, but when it happened, Pee-wee's Playhouse was immediately pulled from reruns, and Rubens retired the character for over 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does that mean he came back? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I, I assume that when Pee-wee's Playhouse started playing on Fox Family in 1998, that was, like, the first time Pee-wee was back on TV. Mm. Anyway, uh, Rubens has made para- uh, sporadic appearances as Pee-wee Herman since 2006, um, here he does like you know he'll uh, sometimes appear at a uh, an award show or late night show, mm. um, and then in 2016, Netflix bought the rights to Pee Wee's Big Holiday, mm. a new movie that I also haven't seen, <laughs> and we will not see. I have a feeling that like Netflix is partnered with Ruben, so they may be working on more Pee Wee stuff. Maybe who knows? Who knows? That's that's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Recommend from you? No. 100%. Big recommend not. from Rod, though. <laughs> if you want something that's got a quirky character, go and watch Mr. Bean. This is better than Mr. Bean. Get out of my house. <laughs> Get out of here right now. I bet you... Blasphemer, be gone! Pee-wee and Mr. Bean, I bet you they could do a, like a crossover. I don't want you it. Know, you know what? The crossover that I wish could happen but never will now is Pee-wee meeting Ernest. Mm. <laughs> Ernest E. Laurel. That would have been fun. I don't. I feel like I've seen part of an Ernest movie, but I haven't really seen. Oh man, go check out Ernest Goes to Jail. Person listening, not wife. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a. <laughs> uh, it's just like Pee Wee. Ernest is a, like a, a live action cartoon. 
Mm. And uh, it fits. Like Mr. Bean is also a live-action cartoon. This sounds like we should do a movie night with a Pee-wee and Ernest and a, a Bean, but I don't want to be present hey, for I'm that movie night. That. I, I don't a, want No, it. you need to watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It's you so good. Have, no! <laughs> anyway, triple feature, it's happening. Um, anyway, oh, we're going to close out this segment um, with... Uh, we're not with the theme song for Pee-wee's Big Playoffs. Now it's terrible. We're going to close out with Tequila by The Champs because that is one of the best musical sequences in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So... Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Tequila. And now, this message. The word for today is global. And global's got the one and the only Pee-wee and his playhouse, just for you. Good morning, girls and boys. I'm going through some of my toys. <laughs> hey, I'm a poet, and don't know it. Don't answer your questions. So, listen to Pee-wee when he says... Global's got Pee-wee's playhouse. That's right. Hey, that's me. Saturday morning at 9.30. And we're back. <laughs> what is... What is that we're coming in with? Excellence. Uh, that is the song Maka Fushigi Adventure, performed by Hiroki Takahashi. From what show? Dragon Ball. Next yeah. time you're going to read the names in Japanese, give them to me. I'll say them. Yeah, all right, I yeah. <laughs> You did real good. Yeah, I tried. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, debuting Feb- February 26th, 1986 on Fuji TV, based on the manga of the same name by Akira Toriyama. One of the most influential anime series of all time, we have Dragon Ball. Woo! Not to be confused with Dragon Ball Z, people. Yeah, this is this is OG Dragon Ball. Hey, Gonna get the Dragon Balls! <laughs> anyway, um, man, uh, uh, you, you have the floor. Oh, Tell, tell us about Dragon floor. Ball. Dragon Ball. It is the definition of class, especially in this episode when we discuss something else. Hey. Hey. Agreement. Hey, listen, uh, let's get this out of the way. Dragon Ball is a better show. And, listen, technically, I have watched Dragon Ball all the way through. It is also my show of the year. We gave it to you because I've probably watched more Pee Wee than you've watched any other show from 1986. Yeah, that's true. We'll talk about it when we get to Runner's Up. Yeah. But, um, hello, welcome to Dragon Ball. If any of you guys have not watched Dragon Ball, go and watch it. It's excellent. You can find, if you have a Hulu subscription, not sponsored, <laughs> it's on there. It's subbed, not dubbed. Yeah, if yeah, you so want something dubbed, you're going to have to get uh, it. I, from what it, it looked like most of the series, or at least at least episode one, is available for free on Funimation's website in English and Japanese. Uh, you're going to have to watch a lot of ads. <laughs> Mm, yes. Be prepared for that. Hey, but if you're willing to put in the time, uh, it's a great show. It's a wonderful show. Um, so Dragon Ball is our introduction into the world of uh, Goku and yeah, I, I have, I have friends. Little, I have the narrator explaining. Like, Go the, ahead. Take it away. 
far away in an enchanted land that seemed untouched by the steady march of time there lived an old master named gohan who found a baby boy abandoned in the wilderness of the region the old master raised the boy as his own child and marveled as the youngster grew and became uncommonly strong now the boy known as goku is on his own and has become the sole guardian of his grandfather's most mystical possession his dragon ball yeah. his dragon ball dragon ball <laughs> um the 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 english version most like i don't think they ever call him son goku in, yeah, they yeah, don't. In, in, in the Japanese version, his full name is Son Goku. Son. Son? Son Goku? They, they, they go, Son! <laughs> I, I hear that a lot. But yeah, in, in English, he's just Goku <clears throat> all the way through. Yes. Yeah, because um, what is the purpose of a family name when you switch it over to English? But yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, his grandfather was Son Gohan, so he was Son Goku. Uh, yeah. Uh, how did you, like, when, where did you first watch... Dragon Ball. Honestly, I feel like I've watched it all the way through for the first time sometime in college because I had more access to internet and Mm -hmm. didn't have to share a single dial-up computer that was sitting in my kitchen with my two sisters and parents. Um, And watched it all through probably like in my freshman or uh, sophomore year of college. Make sure to actually study if you're paying for school, guys. (laughs) But that wasn't your first time watching Dragon Ball. No, but it was my first time watching, watching all of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had seen, growing up, right, like, there's very few, in the time when we were children, anime was much harder to come by, and it wasn't just on TV. Crunchy roll. It, yeah, and ugh. It was so hard. So you watch what you watched, right? Like, I watched um, Cardcaptor Sakura, which was butchered, thank you, America. Um, and... Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Um, uh, like other stuff. Like there was Yu-Gi-Oh, of course, and um, Bakugan, things like that. But I would watch sporadically uh, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball. And this so would, for this a would while, be on Tsunami though, cartoon. Yes, tsunami, yes, yeah. yeah. And so it would get like mixed up because I wouldn't necessarily be able to catch all the episodes for a while. I thought that Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball were the same thing. And then I realized there was a difference and I much prefer Dragon Ball. I love Dragon Ball. And the problem with like especially watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network at the time, it was like the the shows drag so much. There are so many episodes yeah. and nothing like – Unless you binge them, like things don't ha- like filler in- episodes. Yeah, like, are like individual yeah. things don't happen on each episode. It's like a battle could take like fifteen episodes, yeah. and so it's like every week. If you're not there every week to catch it, you're not going to see the end of this battle. Yeah, and it's it's like a time sink, and you get fatigued. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, especially yeah, especially I feel like Dragon Ball did it a little bit better. Yes, um, this is true. Yeah, and Dragon Ball Z is when you're like. We are powering up for three episodes. <laughs> Let's have this li- li- uh, little, literally season three of, of Dragon Ball Z as it's kind of like cut up nowadays. Like Funimation cut them into seasons. Season mm-hmm. three is literally one fight with Frieza. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of insane. Like we don't need all that. Uh, we didn't, and we just got too OP when we got to Dragon Ball Z. So Dragon Ball is like my sweet spot. Yeah. So Dragon Ball Z, I think most people are familiar with. That's more of an action show. Dragon Ball is a an adventure, an adventure show. show. Yeah. I actually like wrote that thing. It was like this is it's it's based off a of journey to journey yes, to the west. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about its 
production and how oh yeah you can totally i'm sure you did way more research than yeah I did. no 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 that's fine i just wanted to see where what our histories were with the show oh yeah um yeah so that's basically me getting the full on all of it uh wasn't until because i specifically remember like being in an off-campus apartment uh realizing like oh the last part of this episode is him as a semi-adult really a teen going for the word world champion mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay and that was the end of the show yeah just like flying off and and chi chi has finally got her man <laughs> um my, like I, I was late to the dragon ball party um, like, I remember my cousins and some friends were just so into it in, like, 1998 mm-hmm. when it, like, first premiered on Cartoon Network. Like, it was the thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get it. You know, I remember, like, I could recognize Krillin. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's the guy with the dots on his head. Yeah. And that's the guy with the big hair. Uh, you know, and the golden Goku. hair. Yeah. You know, it's like, so I was aware of the things, but I don't know, like, something, I... I Here's the thing. I'm, I'm the kind of person... I don't like things that are popular. Yeah, you are. I'm very, I'm very That's why res- you're married to me. Hey. <laughs> I'm very resistant when something is really popular and people tell me to watch it. I don't want to. That's true. It's a character flaw. It I is. Especially that. when I want to watch it with you and you're like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't care. Which is why I watched The Witcher alone. It was excellent. So, um, when Dragon Ball Z was getting hot, <laughs> I was... Uh, no, I don't want to watch it. I, I won't like it. I was insistent. I, I'm not going to like it. And then there was a day in fourth grade. This was the very end of fourth grade. Like, learning was done. We were, you know, it was like the last week where, like, the teacher said, hey, I just, we're just going to watch videos in class, right? Or play board games or whatever mm-hmm. it is that we're going to do. A guy brought in his Dragon Ball Z VHS tapes of the, the, the Majin Buu saga. Oh, wow. This is 2002, I think? Yeah, yeah. 2002, he brought in the Majin Buu saga and, like, you know, all the kids are watching the tape and I said, I'm not going to watch that. So I was helping the teacher clean stuff up while everyone else was watching Dragon Ball. And slowly throughout the week, as they continued to watch Dragon Ball Z, like I, I like would hear screaming or Majin Buu screaming or something. And I would like every so often I would like, what is going on with it? And I would like. It would get more and more of my attention until, like, suddenly I'm on the floor watching it, too. You're so cute. Every episode. You're so cute. Every single episode. (laughs) I better hear this, then. But you are. You're like, oh, and you fought it so hard. (laughs) You did such a good job. So anyway, after that, it was just like, yeah, that's fine. Dragon Ball's cool. Yeah. Uh, Give in. Watched it with my friends. Watched One of us. Yeah, it's like I watched whatever VHS tapes my friend had. Like, I, I didn't, like, seek it out necessarily but it was just like oh it's on yeah i'll watch it you know mm-hmm. and then this was around the time when they were airing dragon ball z and dragon ball simultaneously mm-hmm. because like they had just started redubbing dragon ball right so get into. yeah so and like you know <clears throat> you talk to your friends and you're like oh what's the difference between dragon ball and dragon ball z oh dragon ball is when he's young it's like when Dra- when goku is a young boy yeah like, oh okay so it's like okay got it yeah yeah and i'll watch some of that and so i remember Watching the what is known as the Red Ribbon Army Saga, hmm. when Goku is like battling like these Russian style like uh, yeah, 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 military yeah. group, oh, I guess you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching that. I can just remember there's a lot of blackface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, <laughs> uh, Mr. Popo. Yep. Is uh. And, yep, and just some of the ba- the bad guys too. It's just like ah. Mm. Here's the thing, in in especially like. Culturally, in Japan in the 80s. I get it. It's like, I think that what you did was you created, you when you were a manga artist or whatever, you draw, like, 
caricature caricature caricatures mm-hmm. of races. It's like yeah. I hope that like he his intentions were were good. Like I, I want diversity yeah. in my cartoon. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that it was um, anything untoward. Uh, I think it was just a thing of the time. And I remember watching and going like, uh, okay. But, you know, like, that's not what it looks like nowadays. Yeah. Like, if you look at manga artists, it's been... Yeah. But Dragon Ball has yeah. a lot of, like, Goku travels the world. And, like, he'll go to a place and he'll just meet, like, two Native American stereotypes. Yeah. You know? With, like, the feather yeah. headband and stuff. Or then he'll go to this other place and it's, like, Indian stereotypes, you know, yeah. from India. With, you know, or, like... Uh, a lot yeah but it was world traveling yeah okay so history of dragon ball brief history i'll just run through it as quickly as i can akira toriyama the mastermind created a popular manga called dr slump for the weekly shonen jump it's a magazine right yes shonen is for young boys uh yes like that's the demographic yeah 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 so that was in <laughs> that was in 1980. Um, Doctor Slump was more of like a comedy series. It's almost like you know just a silly like slice of life style show, or I mean a comic manga. And then that was developed into a, an anime. Mm. The anime was not very popular, from what I was reading. Um, so Toriyama's editor said, "Hey, maybe you should develop a new series. Um, I know you're a fan of like kung fu films. Why don't you just make a manga about kung fu?" And he's like. Okay, I Yeah. So, inspired by Hong Kong uh, martial arts films like uh, Bruce Lee's Ender the Dragon and Jackie Chan's Drunken Master, Toriyama developed a two-part uh, story for Shonen Jump called Dragon Boy. And that was the predecessor to Dragon Gotta Ball. Gotta get Dragon Boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess it, it followed a boy who was adept in martial arts escorting a princess uh, back to her home country. And it was a big hit. It was a success, so he decided to expand the idea into a full-on sh- uh, series called Dragon Ball. Hmm. Uh, so, Dragon Ball is loosely based on the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West, mm-hmm. or at least the first season, the first saga yeah, 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 is. Yeah. I- I- I've never read Journey to the West, but I know that there- it's-, it's been adapted into a lot of different stuff. Yes. It's very multiple. It's about a like a monkey king named Monkey, who is... Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. My brain just like went through it. It's like, his name's not Monkey. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's Monkey. <laughs> yeah. It literally, yeah. He's yeah, the Monkey yeah, yeah. King and he has to transport like uh, ancient Chinese scrolls mm-hmm. to a Buddhist temple somewhere. Yes. And that's it. So he meets like wacky characters like a pig demon and a water demon and he just, yeah, that's it. So Dragon Ball is very similar. It's a young monkey. It's a young boy with a monkey tail. Yeah. That's the Monkey King. He teams up with um, a little pig man named Oolong. Yeah. Um, and I think Yamcha is based on the water demon. Okay. Yeah, anyway, and then they're they're transporting, they're, they're collecting Dragon Balls. Yeah. There are seven Dragon Balls, sire. You have to unite all seven of them before the dragon will appear and grant your wish. <laughs> More searching. But just imagine, dear Emperor, that glorious day when the seven balls are finally brought together. A beautiful burst of energy will light the sky, and in a blazing surge of fiery power, the eternal dragon will rise before you for the sole purpose of granting you a single wish, whatever it may be. Yes, yes, I can see it. Well, okay. I guess I can handle a little more searching. (laughs) Any wish I want, huh? Well, then, I want to rule the entire world! A couple of notes. Yeah. (laughs) One, because we've been watching the subversion... The voices are like throwing me off right now. Not that they're bad. Hey, dub or sub, whatever I, you use your thing, go these ahead. These voices but, are so nostalgic to me. Yeah. Well, 
Hers isn't, but his is only because he also sounds like the voice of uh, the bad guy in uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil, which oh, is yeah. a Disney show. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, but I'm imagining something different. Anyway. I feel like all the modern an- uh, like voice actors, they all grew up watching anime, so that's what they're going for. Yeah. Like, uh, a lot of the character characters in, like, OKKO and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Steven Universe, they're all anime nerds, so... I can believe that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we got, like, the legend of the Dragon Ball there. Um, Goku and his friends, they want to collect seven Dragon Balls so they can get a wish. Yeah. Um, and we also, that clip introduced the villain of the first season of Dragon Ball, Emperor Pilaf. Yeah. He's like this little... Tiny little imp. Yeah, he's a little man, and he's got two little henchmen, and... He wants to rule the world, so he wants the Dragon Ball. So it's kind of like a rivalry between the two groups. Mm-hmm. And from so that in in the the anime follows the manga very closely, especially in the first season. Um, from what I understand, Toriyama wanted to keep Dragon Ball light and adventure, right? Mm-hmm. But it like sales started to sag, or like excitement started to sag with the fan base. So he said, "Well." I intended to do like a martial arts thing. Why don't I have Goku go to a martial arts tournament? So it, there's a tournament mm. arc in the second saga of Dragon Ball where Goku competes and he like goes up against a bunch of like a cast of characters. Like there's a Jackie Chan type character <laughs> named Jackie Chun <laughs> and he fights a dinosaur oh, yeah. and he meets a little... This world's so weird. He, he meets a little Buddhist monk named Krillin and yeah. fights him. Um, that saga was so dang popular that Toriyama said, okay, I'm just going to make tournament arcs a regular thing. <laughs> so it's like half adventure show, half martial arts tournament show. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Dragon Ball. Huge yeah. hit. Uh, ran from 1984 to 1995, totaling 42 volumes of fi- 519 chapters. I didn't realize that the show picked up... Two years in, they're already making the Dragon Ball anime. Yeah. That's, I think that's just the anime business. You have yeah. a relatively successful manga, fair for make fair. an anime. It's like, fair fair. it's like not even a question, you know? If, if it's going to be popular, it's going to be popular. But it's like, hey, we have a successful manga. Let's get a show out. I'm like, wait until it's done, please. Yeah. Freaking filler. I don't love the fruit baskets my, effects. My, my favorite filler. This is a Dragon Ball Z filler episode, but uh, Goku learns to drive. Oh, yeah. There's a legit episode where Goku and Piccolo learn to drive. <laughs> and that's it. That's the episode, folks. Yeah. Like, they're aliens. They gotta. But uh, what I was going to say is that there is no Dragon Ball Z manga. Yeah. It's It's just just Dragon Ball. Ball. Like, all the whole story from Dragon Ball, from Goku as a child to Goku as an adult. It's it's all... No Dragon Ball Z, no Dragon Ball GT, no Dragon Ball Super M. So, Dragon Ball, the the anime, the TV show, covers the first 194 chapters of the Dragon Ball manga. Everything after that is covered in the Dragon Ball Z anime. Mm. It's very confusing. Yeah. It, It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so let's, we got to jump into the show. Here. Oh yeah. 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 So we, we watched episode one of Dragon Ball um, in Japan. It's titled Boma and Son Goku. Easy clean. And uh, in English, it's called The Secret of the Dragon Balls. Okay. Yeah. That's a. Do they do that with all the episodes? Oh yeah. There's a Japanese title and a. English yeah, title. but is it always that far off? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, so, episode one starts, we meet Goku. Mm-hmm. What should I have to eat today? Gosh, it's so hard to decide. Why don't you decide, tummy? Fish? Fish. Yeah! <laughs> that sounds really great! <laughs> All right! 
<laughs> that's the voice and that's the laugh that is the most I, I was, I was to just me. gonna say that just like <laughs> Go, like, Goku's yes. laugh is so nostalgic I just want that to be my ringtone just his, <laughs> just his laugh <laughs> Goku is this little monkey boy, um, <laughs> just living in the the wilderness, catching his own food, and the wilderness of giant fish, giant fish, pterodactyls, yeah. um, bobcats but, with long teeth, saber tooths, saber tooth bobcats, <laughs> <laughs> um, and like Goku never loses this childlike whimsy that he has he's, yeah he's like a simpleton through the entire show even yeah. through dragon ball z when he is a, an adult man with children and a, and a wife <laughs> we'll talk about dragon ball z's first episode yeah no he he is a, <laughs> he is a simpleton yes through and through a hundred that's what the, you have to you love him like you love goku we all do yeah yeah it's like but i prefer young goku this is why i don't like dragon ball z or any of the other ones i can't stand adult goku because i'm like Boy, why is why is your son parenting you? It's like it, when you're a child, you, you can you know dismiss poor behavior and bad decisions. As an adult, not so much. Yeah, so that's Goku. Um, and very quickly, you know, Goku's just living his life. His his, his grandpa's like died. He's golden. Oh, sorry. Living his life like he's golden. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Goku. His his grandpa's died, so he's living alone. Um, and then he has an unexpected visitor one day. Is it his period? I'm sorry you said that in a way. <laughs> no. He has an unexpected visitor of a period. <laughs> He's never, he doesn't know what that is. Uh, but it is related to w- a woman ah. who visits him. Bulma. Well, you're alive. <laughs> so you thought you finished me off? Well, you're not going to get my fish that easy, you big monster. <laughs> ah, stop it! What are you doing? So she, she hits him with her car because she's driving. She's looking for the Dragon Balls too. Mm-hmm. She hits him with a car. He doesn't die <laughs> because he is a like strong young man. Because he is not of this world. That that's also true. <laughs> Later on, we discover he's an alien who can turn into a giant ape when this when the moon is full. Can has no choice. Yeah, yeah. he does. He does. It's a it's a curse that he knows nothing about because he's a simpleton. Yeah, it, well, he, that's the thing. Like at the this is all like Dragon Ball Z stuff, mm. but um. It, Goku is an alien. He crash lands um, in a hole. He's he he is of a, of a race of like warriors, mm-hmm. like like barbarians who turn into giant apes. Um, and he is violent until he accidentally falls and hits his head. Yeah. And when he hits his head, it turns his brain off. <laughs> so he's like a, you know just a loving young boy. And yeah. then Gohan finds him and, and raises him. As, yeah. As his son, as his grandson. Anyway, he meets Bulma here in this episode. Um, they. It's a little tense at first. She, she tries to kill him more than once. Yeah, she does. What's wrong? Don't tell me you used up all of your power already, monster. Not quite! She shoots him in the yeah, face she does. with a gun. The small child yep. that she already hit with her car. And she's surprised that he's not dead. Because, again, Goku is sturdy. <laughs> he takes those bullets and they just ricochet off him because he's got, like, skin of steel, I guess. <laughs> Sturdy boy. And then we get some great exchanges like this. Hold on, I'm not a monster kid, I'm a human being, just like you are! You are? Uh, uh, really? Uh, uh, really? Yes. Uh, uh, of course I am. Uh, you can see that for yourself, can't you? Look, I won't bite. 
before I go on to the next club, I want to talk about the, the dumb names. <laughs> like, Kuria Toriyama loves themed names. Mm-hmm. Goku, Gohan, Go, Goten. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, those all follow a very... Gohan is rice. Is it? Yeah. Oh, so like Gohan a lot... Gohan is the word for rice in oh, Japanese. there you go. Didn't know that. But, and then you got... <laughs> Nihon. Pilaf, Oolong. It's all foods, mm-hmm. right? So, in the... in It seems like every arc of Dragon Ball... New characters are introduced, and they all have a different theme. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Dragon Ball Super show that just came out, there's like a character named Beer and Whiskey. Oh. And, yeah. Whiskey Lloyd? No. <laughs> um, and then with Boma, all of her family, she's got her, I think her, her dad's name's Dr. Briefs. Yeah. Um, her, her son's name is Trunks. Trunks. Her daughter's name is Bra. Boma is the only one that doesn't quite make sense. Do you know why her name is Boma? Why? Because... It's the Japanese approximation of bloomers. <laughs> Buruma. 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 Oh, gosh. So when it was retranslated, in, so it was like, it went from bloomers to bruma to boma. Well. So her name is technically bloomers. <laughs> it's underwear. Which is why when they first meet, when she's like, what's your name? Boma. Ha 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 So I didn't want to tell you. That's a dumb name. <laughs> so yeah, her whole family is named after underwear. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of showing her, showing him her underwear. You look human enough, but you're different. You're thin and scrawny. I'm a girl, silly. That's why. A girl? Oh, so that's what you are. Oh my gosh. Are you saying you've never seen a girl before? Nope. Besides my grandpa, you're the only human being that I've ever seen. Uh? But grandpa told me about girls. He told me that if I ever ran into a girl, that I should be as polite as I possibly could. Yeah. Yeah. Polite. It's good Did advice. You, yeah, it's wonderful advice. Did well, you tell him what polite looks like? Nope. Well. But, uh, you know, Bulma is a little... I don't even know how to describe her. She's very... She's... Advantageous. What? I don't know if that's the right word to use. She think... takes advantage... Like, you know... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. she's taking advantage of Goku. She's using him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like, oh, this, like, young boy... Or, yeah... It's like this this young strong boy. He, maybe he can protect me while I look for this Dragon Ball. Yeah, like he's not gonna die from a gunshot. Maybe yeah. he'll protect me from monsters out here. But she also like she's full of herself. Yeah, like she thinks she's ultra beautiful, and like Goku is gonna like do something improper. Yeah, and he doesn't. He's he, he doesn't know what that is. Right? Yeah. Well, we can have a bite to eat and talk, then play together. Now look, if you think we're going to do anything improper, you can forget it. Improper? What does that mean? Oh, never mind. <laughs> she gets red. I guess Grandpa hasn't told him about that yet. This kid's so innocent that he's adorable. <laughs> Golly, girls sure are strange. Well, anyway, let's go. <laughs> but then freaking two scenes later, she is she is to fl- try to get that Dragon Ball. She's lifting up her underwear. Her skirt. skirt. Hey, I know what. Look, I'll trade you. Uh. Lifts up her skirt. Gosh, you let music. me have your Dragon Ball, and I'll let you have a little peek. What do I care about seeing your dirty old fanny? <laughs> dirty old fanny. <laughs> I wonder if that's how they translated it for the British. For the British, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, that means different things. Yeah. It does. Um, anyway, um, the show is very pervy. Yeah. As a lot of anime is, especially yeah. back in the day. Uh, we never meet him, but uh, in episode one. But there's a character named Mr. Master Roshi who gets introduced very, uh, very shortly after this episode. Um, he is a dirty old man. Yeah. 
Uh, he is constantly watching aerobics videos and getting bloody noses because he is like, you know. Enjoying them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to go back to the, the clip where Goku's like, oh, girls sure are weird. Because I pulled that, like I felt like that clip like went through a lot of different emotions. It was like, you know, Goku acting weird but also excited. And then Bulma being bashful mm-hmm. and snickering. I, it, it was a lot. So I got the English version, and I also got the Japanese version of that same clip. So they don't play ばごっそ詳しく。<笑><笑><笑> You can kind of you can kind of see the the same beats there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it was uh, what a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Great great podcast. Go listen to it. But uh, they were talking about Dragon Ball, and they mentioned the reasons the Japanese clips sound so like terrible is because they they don't have the master recordings anymore. They had to they have to like pull the recordings off like old dusty. Like oh, wow. tapes. Oh wow! Yeah, so like the 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 sound quality, yeah, or Oof. something like that. the sound quality is forever ruined in those old Dragon Ball clips from like 1986. So yeah, that you can kind of hear that in that clip. It's very fuzzy. It's pretty fuzzy. Yeah. Anyway, um, they head towards Goku's home. Goku's home, and because uh, he's gonna like a gentleman share his lunch with her. Yeah, and uh, Bulma notices that he's got a Dragon Ball. Oh my goodness! It's a Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, hey, give those me anime anime voices. Now. What? What? I'm not. What is? Why? Why was that voice necessary? Yeah. This is the only thing that my grandpa gave me to remember him by. Nobody can touch it but me. And that that sets off the whole adventure. Um, Goku and Bulma agree to travel together mm-hmm. um, in search for Dragon Balls so they can get a wish. Yeah. Bulma's wish is she wants a boyfriend. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to hustle like that yeah. and get seven Dragon Balls from all across the world, get you a boyfriend, man. But, at the, you know, that's the thing. By the end of the series, she doesn't even need to make that wish because she gets a boyfriend she, in her adventures. She does. Young not young, And they Nancha. last forever. <laughs> they never break up. They do. It's never awkward between them. She, in fact, she, she doesn't find a new love who's also an alien. <laughs> she, she finds a new love who's objectively worse. So bad. <laughs> yeah. That's Dragon Ball Z again. But, uh... Do you remember what the... So at the end of Saga 1, Season 1... I they, was just going to say, I can't remember what the wish was. They are trying to stop Emperor Pilaf from getting the wish. So Oolong, the, the horny pig... Mm-hmm. Sorry. He, he, uh, <laughs> he runs in and basically takes the wish from everybody in order to stop Emperor Pilaf from making his wish. He, he wishes, wishes for a sandwich? He wishes for a pair of underwear. Oh, and that gif, is, that gif is now in my brain. Yep, so it's just a... a, <laughs> a floating a, down on his yep, face. Yep, a, a pair of fancy girl's underwear just lands on his face. <laughs> those are his now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Again, like, Dragon Ball, people think of it as a very serious, like, action show. No, it, it was a full-on cartoon yeah. in its early days. Where people are, like, wishing for underwear, <laughs> and everyone's named after underwear <laughs> or food. We don't have to talk about the last part. Well, how how does the episode end? Well, you would think that it would end with them going off on a motorcycle and starting their adventures because, you know, there is a narration there. Mm -hmm. But suddenly, uh, they have to stop 
because Bulma has to go to the bathroom. Really bad. Uh-oh. Excuse me a minute, Goku. Time for a pit stop. Uh, okay. I'll come too. Oh, no, you won't. Don't the words <laughs> pit stop mean anything to you? Stay right there. Pit stop? What does that mean? I need to pee, you lame brain! Huh? I don't get it. Why can't she just pee right here? <laughs> How strange. Goku, come here, quick! Huh? I sure wish she'd make up her mind. Coming, Bulma! That's not what they say in no, Japanese. No, not. Yeah, tell, what do they say in Japanese? She's like, ah, Goku, help me! And he goes, did a snake bite your wiener? <laughs> that's, another thing about, <laughs> that's another thing about this show is they do not shy away from, like, pee jokes. Yeah. Or penis jokes. Or full-on, full frontal nudity for, a bit, like, a child. Yeah. You see Goku's ding-dang right there. <laughs> His ding-dang. <laughs> Oh man! Yep, this is it's just there. It's just there. Not in probably the Americanized version. No, but... no, 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 no. I definitely remember they cut that out. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um... but my friends had the VHS tapes, so we saw it anyway. Oh well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just so silly and fun. Yeah. Well, what she was, what she what she was screaming about is a dinosaur had caught her because dinosaurs. Yeah. So Goku has to fight the dinosaur and save Bulma. And that's like the little action sequence you get the, at the end of the episode. And then they move on. Yeah. They, they, they move on to the second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we obviously, we're not going to watch the rest of the show for the for this podcast. But um, where else did this show go? Do you remember? Like So many places. Like, I'm seeing, like, flashes of stuff. Like, them being in, like, I think the Russian bunker. Mm-hmm. Something with a very large totem pole. Them being up with Kami. Yeah, like, like a tower. yeah. And, there's just so many things. There's just so many things in places he goes meeting Chi-Chi. Um, yeah, Goku meets the love of his life, who's like this fiery... He does not love her. No. Not at that beginning. Not, I don't feel... But she, he promises her in like, in like you know, episode 8 of Dragon Ball that he will marry her as a child, and he holds to it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Man of his word. Or Chi-Chi is yeah. terrifying. He fights demons and like monster mash monsters. Yeah. And it's, just, it's, it's a great show and it goes places. Yeah. High recommend for me. Same. Let me talk about where uh, some some legacy stuff with Dragon Ball. So Dragon Ball, the show, concluded in 1989 and then was immediately followed up with its sequel, Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously what we all know. Uh, it's like Dragon Ball in Dragon Ball Z in America has this weird history. From what I understand, a few companies tried to license Dragon Ball in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 like tested both shows in like certain markets that they thought they would do it like Hawaii where there's a lot of like Japanese Americans living you know mm-hmm. so they thought let's see if we can get Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z to 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 land over there right and it, neither time did it work with those early dubs and that was like early nineties and then in 1995 they tried again with Dragon Ball they they dubbed 13 episodes in English. Uh-huh. Ran it in syndication, but they canceled the project due to low ratings. So then they tried the same thing with Dragon Ball Z, mm. and those went to Cartoon Network's Toonami okay. in 1998. So they dubbed the first two seasons for Dragon Ball Z in America. Mm-hmm. They ran those on Cartoon Network. Massive hit. Cartoon Network then said, let's crank it out, boys. Let's get some <laughs> more. <laughs> they... Dubbed Funimation because they were outsourcing the dubbing duties to a, a group called the Ocean Group, mm-hmm. and there were like Canadians doing the dubbing. Um, 
that's you get the famous. It's over nine thousand. Oh, Canada, thank you. Yeah, they. Th- that's like a classic o- ocean mm. clip. Funimation after season two of Dragon Ball Z said, "Okay, we're gonna bring all the dubbing in house." That's how we get these these classic voice actors, like all those voices you just mm-hmm. heard. Those are all the Funimation house voice actors. Right. They dubbed all of Dragon Ball Z to the end. Then they redubbed the first two seasons of Dragon Ball Z with the new voice actors. Uh-huh. And they dubbed all of Dragon Ball with those voice actors. Because uh-huh. it was like Dragon Ball was a huge hit by that point. So there's like Dragon Ball everywhere. <laughs> um, Cartoon Network's like, we'll, we'll run it. We're making money. <laughs> Give it to us and we'll put it on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Dragon Ball proper ran on Cartoon Network from August 20th, 2001 to December 1st, 2003. Good job. And I watched some of those things at the time. (laughs) Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, produced three films before the premiere of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. I don't think, I I think I may have seen one of them. Because it was like, it's like a a blur, you know? All those Dragon Ball Z movies or Dragon Ball movies, I saw some of them Mm -hmm. and I don't remember what they're about. I remember Brawly. (laughs) Or cooler. Cooler. <laughs> and then there was a fourth Dragon Ball-centric movie released in 1995. So th- there were only four Dragon Ball movies. Okay, A okay. bunch of more Dragon Ball Are we Ball counting Z the live movies. action from... <laughs> I, I was just going to mention that. 2009, Dragon Ball Evolution, American film adaptation. I have, not, have you seen it? Yes. Is it is it as bad as I say? Have you seen the Street Fighter adaptation? I, I, I like the Street Fighter movie. Oh, Okay. It's it, it's better or worse than that? Far worse. Oh, no. I remember... Because it, it's like they're trying to adapt Dragon Ball. Mm. Um, or like the last season of Dragon Ball where Goku fights a, an alien named Piccolo. Right. And uh, that's what the, the movie's Papa about. Papa Piccolo? And yeah, it's bad. It's... Um, I've seen some clips. It doesn't look like something I, I want to watch. I mean, if you're going to make me watch, do a movie night with Pee Wee Herman... <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution, uh, Death Note. Oh, good lord, don't make me watch Death Note. Uh, <laughs> fun fact, I stopped watching the anime after a certain person died, just in case you haven't seen it. And I was like, nope, you've lost my trust. And on top of all that, Dragon Ball spawned several video games. None of them came to America, except for one. In 1988, before any American had seen Dragon Ball, <laughs> right? Like, American TV had seen nine hints of Dragon Ball. <laughs> there was a... Perfect market, then. There was a Dragon Ball video game that released on the NES, but they re-worked like worked it and called it Dragon Power. And you played, like, a little monkey boy. Like, not Goku. You're, like, a le- like an actual monkey. Oh. And you it, it was like they changed the sprite from Goku to monkey. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, I, it's just interesting. It's, like, uh, technically America's first... Taste of Dragon Ball was this NES game from. Did it do well? I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> don't know about its reception. Yeah, it's who fine. Who knows? I think some people like some podcasts I've listened to talked about it, like maybe remembering it. But mm. I don't think it was a big hit. It's not yeah. well regarded. Fair, but yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, uh, that's that's all we got about. That's it, really. Yeah. The Dragon Ball. We we both recommend it. Yeah, super enjoyable. And uh, I, I goes without saying, you won. Yeah, she of 1986. Did. In fact, I think it's a clean sweep for 1986. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I get a star on the board. Yas. Pl- plugs? Oh, right. Uh, wait, runners up? <laughs> oh, yeah. You got, what's up? Runners up? Well, runners up is going to be pretty interesting this time around. As soon as I get my 1986, document up. like, had a few bright spots, but 
by and large, 1986 is pretty barren oh, on the media landscape. Nothing like really like hit us other than what we've already talked about. Yeah, no, that, that yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I just looked at 87, and I'm not excited. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. Uh, okay, um, so our yeah, on <laughs> for you, um. It would have been Dragon Ball, but I literally have seen not. I, that's the only thing I've seen all the way through. You didn't have any runners up. I did. We'll get to that. Okay. I'll just say it right now. My runner up was literally the Oprah show. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was literally Oprah. And we we just for for research sake tried to find the first episode of the Oprah show. It's nowhere. Nowhere. O- Oprah, get on that. <laughs> Where's yeah, your, your don't, you, have, don't you have a, a like, uh, a, the O network? Put that online somewhere. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just didn't, I just didn't watch shows, like, from that year. Like, I'd never seen Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, also, your runner-up, which we talked about in Media Made Dark, uh, was Flintstones Kids. Which is terrible. It's horrible. I just, kids, I just... I just don't understand why you don't like me, Rodney. Which was better? Pee-wee. Why did I have to watch both? (laughs) Why did I have to watch both, Rodney? Because I made a mistake. I made a mistake, too. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I I guess when we first read through the list, I didn't see Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So we watched Flintstones, kids. And then I realized after the fact, oh, crap, it's Pee-wee. Both are bad. But which is better? Both are bad. (laughs) Both are bad. I'm sorry I'm yelling. I'm sorry about your ears, friends. Both are bad. <laughs> that's it. That's that's our runners up. Flintstones Kids is is, is just god awful. I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Alright, let's let's close this out. What do we got? Plugs? Hey, um Hey, we got a Twitter now. Oh, we have a Twitter now. Yeah, yeah. Follow us. Uh at Media Made Show. Um I'll try my best to tweet. I'll I'll tell Jess to do Instagram or something. Excuse me. Do you just want pictures of our faces? Because that's all it'll be. It's fine. Us with maybe our TV in the background. We'll yeah. dress up as cosplay. I'll dress you up <laughs> as Kid Flint Frenchgirl. What? Fled Flintstone. Fled Flix Flow. Fled. Let's fr- get you a a gray suit with a bow tie. Absolutely not. <laughs> so you want me to be Pee Wee Herman no. for Halloween? Absolutely not. <laughs> all right, you can finish the show. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what 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 else? What, what plug? Plug something. Yeah. So uh, I have a YouTube, as I've said, if you've listened to any of shows before this, uh, it's Taming Tales on, YouTube? I almost said Netflix. <laughs> I'm having a day, guys. Um, Taming Tales on YouTube.com, not .net or .org, uh, where I tell stories and also review books occasionally. If you like to read, I'm not saying I've read anything that you want to hear. Yeah, that's, that's my plug. Uh, you can follow me. Or I write for the vid- video game website, ZeldaDungeon.net. If you like The Legend of Zelda, there's probably some stuff you'll enjoy on there. I also um, I host a wrestling-themed show on YouTube called Keep Kayfabe. It's Kayfabe is spelled K-A-Y-F-A-B-E. It is a show where we follow the career and character of a certain wrestler. Right now we're talking about Eddie Guerrero. It's good stuff. If you like wrestling, check it out. You want to plug your personal uh, Twitter? Yeah, follow me on Rod the Master at Rod the Master. If you, uh, I, I just retweet. Sometimes I will post a funny Photoshop that I do. You know, <laughs> just whatever. Show you, show your support. Yeah, give me a follow. Tell me how much you like the show. I guess. Yeah. Oh, you know, we're, we're we're probably on iTunes when you're listening to this. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Give us a five star review. That that helps with uh, visibility. Visibility. That's <laughs> what I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs>
That's it. We're going to close with the song Romantic Eguru Yo by Ushio Hashimoto. I'm not going to lie. The, that, that ending song, that closing song, is、It's、a、good. bop. Oh, oh yeah. So, we'll, Give me grooving. We'll see you in、Five. 1987. Goodbye. Goodbye.